welcome to the podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the St. Andrews podcast. So excited to be joining you on Facebook Live. I hope that y'all are uh, ready and watching. You're getting your notifications, and you can chime in with us and ask us some questions for those of you that are joining us on the audio version. So glad that you're with us as well. So Pastor DA, tell me how you are in this crazy month of May. So this crazy month of May is going to be very exciting and crazy and crazy to the 10th yeah seriously uh, because i've got a son graduating from high school and i've got another son graduating from uh more norman technology and there's just a a lot that's going on but Uh, it's exciting you want to celebrate with your kids of course baseball season playoffs start this week and still trying to narrow down those college choices Uh, a a lot's going on and um yeah. Sometimes we just need to enjoy the ride. Yes, you know, it, we have to remember that. It's easy to get stressed out. It is. And, oh, I've got all this to do. And, yeah. And I'm not saying those moments don't visit our house. Right. But sometimes you just enjoy the ride. Yes, yeah. because really, I mean, at least with each kid, you only get to do that once. And it's such an exciting time. And right. it's so much fun. Lots so. to celebrate. You know, you, yeah. it's, it's just weird. Though. It's like, wow. You know, when, my oldest graduated. I like, yeah. well, I still got junior high kids. Right. I like, wow, I got another kid graduating. Yes, I know. And then one that will follow Two years pretty from now, soon yeah. after him. It's just crazy. We'll both be crazy that year. Yes, yes, we will. That's right. We'll both have people graduating. Oh, my goodness. It's so exciting. Okay, Jeff, over in the corner. Tell us how you're doing. Let's talk about crazy and yeah. what Jeff has experienced. Jeff I'm not is saying Jeff is crazy, just crazy. that he's been dealing with crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, he's coming. There you go. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Working. Couldn't get his, Can't get his mic to, to work, work, but that's but all right. We have had the craziest weekend. Tell him a little bit about what happened on Sunday. So it was so funny. I just thought it was so apropos. Again, you just enjoy the ride, roll with the punches. Yes. <laughs> uh, because we were, the sermon title was, it seems we were crazy. Yeah. And Jeff called me early Sunday morning. I guess you were already here because you yes. were supposed to sing, but right. you didn't get to sing. Right. Exactly. And yeah. He goes, we don't have power at the church. And yeah. he goes, well, we we have some, but not all. I'm like, how do you have some, some but, but not, not all? all. Yeah. Uh, and we got here in the Community Life Center, full power. Right. Um, but then in the worship center, partially lighted in the front. Yes. Not lighted in the back. Yeah. No projection. Right. Had to bring in a portable sound yes, system. Yes, because some outlets worked and others right? did not. In fact, in the hospitality area, yes. the big coffee machine worked, which was a saving <clears throat> grace of the glory of God. Yes. And, <laughs> But the, the littler one that does decaf didn't work. Didn't work on and the same the, counter. And then the third one, the coffee robot worked, and both refrigerators for bottled water worked. Yeah. But it, it, it was no just that. And of course, in the MTC, stuff was working, stuff was not working. Yeah. The fire alarm was going off. Yes. So. <laughs> It's just crazy. Just roll with the punches. But one nobody, of the things nobody that, needed decaf. Anyway. Oh, there's yeah, Jeff. There you go. That's right. Nobody needed Jeff decaf is, that Jeff morning. Jeff is with us. Jeff, how are you doing, my brother? <laughs> oh my goodness, what what a week! <laughs> and it's only Tuesday. Oh, Holy cow! That's but right. uh, considering all, you know, hey, yeah. it's uh, you roll with the punches. Kind of like what you said. It's been a great week, you know, and yeah. you know, yeah. Kind of, kind of something about it. One of the things I loved about Sunday morning was that. 
when Jeff and Shane came to tell me, I was bringing donuts into the kitchen, and they there were, were donuts. Yeah, there I were donuts for the youth. You know, didn't tell. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, they the youth get the donuts. the good treatment. But uh, they came in, and they were just calm and as cool as could possibly yeah. be, and said, "Hey, guess what's happened?" And then when you came in, Da, you were just as calm and happy as could be, and it made my heart so happy that we could all just laugh about it. And I know Shane and Jeff weren't laughing the whole time, but they were working hard. But that we were just able to say, hey, this is all right. God is still going to do something yeah. great. And of course, right before the 1050 service, all the power came Everything back came on. Back on. <laughs> went, as nearly as we know, I learned something this week that, oh. that we have yeah. phase three electricity, the church. Ooh, I, I have no idea what I that is. I don't know what that means. But somebody said, and one of the phases got knocked out. It actually happened years okay. ago before I even came. Oh, wow. And the guy that was telling me this. Okay. And he called OG&E for us, which again was really funny. <laughs> He goes, you have a phone book? (laughs) A phone book. (laughs) Uh, But they came out and we we found the carcass of a squirrel that we think knocked out phase one of the electricity. Who knew how powerful Uh, a squirrel squirrel. could be? I knew they could knock out transformers, but wow. One would say it was a little nuts. Uh, (laughs) 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 Ba-boom-ching. Well, I am so glad that y'all have joined us for another episode. We are in a great series called New Creation. We're looking at a passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And this is just great. Last week, we talked about the difference between spectacular ministry and sincere hearts as Paul is talking to the church in Corinth. And that was just awesome to look at the difference there and to kind of dissect what that meant for us a little bit. But then this past Sunday, tell them about what we looked at. This is one of my favorite phrases. It was the next verse. And it's, it's one of those things that... Uh, again, going through scripture and saying, what does this verse say? Yeah. Hey, that's a good sermon title. And the sermon title was, it seems we are crazy, yeah. but actually what, you know, in the previous verse, Paul says, you know, so, uh, we're, are we committing ourselves to you again? No, we just yeah. want you to have reason to be proud of us right. versus those who brag about spectacular ministry instead uh-huh. of having sincere hearts. Right. So if... It seems we are crazy, right. and, and that's where we're going to dive in a little more today. Uh-huh, so. uh-huh. I just love it. I, You know, it brought back so many good memories of when I was a kid, because I feel like being a pastor's kid, and especially in Kansas City, which is where I did most of my growing up, uh, was so different, because Kansas City is not a very churched city. Is it not? It's really not at all. In fact, m- most of the people I went to school with did not go to church. And wow. so it was, it was funny, because often... They would talk about me being crazy, like I was the crazy church lady. So do you have a good story about that? You know, I I don't have a great story about that in particular. I I have another one that I can share later because I figured you were going to ask that question. But um, (laughs) I'm becoming predictable. Because I know you so well. Um, But I do remember standing at the drinking fountain when I was maybe in third grade. Baptizing people. (laughs) I should have. I should have. But I remember an older boy, you know, older boy. Fifth grader. Probably a fifth grader. Yeah, coming up to me at the drinking fountain. And somehow he'd heard that my dad was a pastor. And so we're standing there at the drinking fountains together getting our drinks. And he looks at me just out of the blue and says, your dad is a pastor? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And I remember looking back at him and going, why? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even remember what we said after that, but I just remember that stigma of you are super weird if you're into that kind of so, thing. So this is interesting. R- remind me what year you graduated from high school. 1999. We partied That's like it I was thought. 1999. Okay, so yeah. I graduated in 79, so 20 years right difference. apart. Yeah. And <laughs> when I was growing up, one of my best friends growing up yeah. was a pastor's kid. Okay. And 
you know, with him, it, it was never, man, how, you know, I'm sorry your dad's a pastor. Uh-huh. <laughs> with him, it was like, uh, Reverend Floyd, we're sorry. Randy is your son. Is your son? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you had right. that whole preacher's kid oh, kind of that reputation. Whole stigma. Yes. Uh-huh. So uh, crazy stuff that we do. And, and yeah. you know, I think in, in writing the scripture, part of what Paul is saying is people outside the church or people even that are immature in their yeah. faith can be drawn to the spectacular and misled yeah. by the spectacular. Yeah, right. Um, but we have to admit sometimes that some of the things that we talk about and some of the things that we believe the Bible teaches, yeah. just crazy. Are a little crazy. To other yeah. world. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the one that comes to my mind first is always when we're receiving communion and we say, yep. this is the blood of Christ yes. shed for you, take and drink. And like, you know, are we vampires? Like, you know, what, what, are what, yeah. what are we? Right, right. I know in... Uh, when, when missionaries first started going into deeper Africa and they would say the body of Christ, take and eat, yeah. uh, the people that were cannibals were like, you're telling us we can't eat people, but now you're saying, you know, right. it, it was it, just it a, is. a crazy thought. It's very hard to um, understand. Yeah. Some people would say the fact the Bible talks about tithing and giving yeah. the first 10%, yes. you know, you can't live on that. That's crazy. Right. Uh, or... I think one of the big ones today is people just saying, you mean you will get up early right. every Sunday? Yeah, every, and go to, every weekend. Go to work. Right. I mean, I sleep late. That's what I always got when right. I was in high school. Yeah, There's yeah. just some things we do that people think are crazy yeah. because of our belief or because of our practice right. and, and how we live out our right. faith. Well, and I even think today, and, and I, I, I don't like it when people say, well, today it's different. It's not really, it's been this way forever, but, but going against cultural norms right. for me is one of those things too, that a lot of people don't always think you're crazy because of what you do. They think you're crazy because of what you don't do. And so a lot of us, well because of what we don't do, they think we're crazy as well. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and morally, yeah, yeah. There, those lines are drawn and that's why people would think, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> exactly. So um, the Corinthians were kind of being misled by people that were given a spectacular ministry mm-hmm. instead of being sincere. And I would say that today we're not really immune right. to that either. I think yeah, I uh, in, in our culture with celebrities, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think we may have touched on this last week or the week before because you said you don't think uh, Christians are meant to be right, famous. famous, right? <laughs> uh, and and yet there are celebrity mm-hmm. pastors. I mean, right. it, it used to be that yeah. we just called them, you know, televangelists or radio preachers because right. people knew the name; it was recognizable. But with the you know social media, with everything you can do mm-hmm. going online, I mean, you know, some of y'all may be watching, and you don't live here in the South yeah. Oklahoma City, more Norman area, you know, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we're we're grateful that you watch us, especially knowing. There's people a lot better, more interesting than us that <laughs> they, right, they could exactly. be listening to. But we, we kind of have this celebrity fixation, yeah. at least in the United States, I in, agree. In, in what we do. Yeah. And that gave uh, Leonard Ravenhill, I've heard his name. I, I presume he's a pastor. Maybe he's right. a Christian author. But but he wrote this great statement. Yeah. He said the early church, let, let's break this down into mm-hmm, two parts. Mm-hmm. The early church was married to poverty, prisons, and persecution. I just thought that was really eye-opening because it was really true that that the early church was was in this thing called Christianity not because it was easy but because it was hard. Right. I mean, and it was, and it was definitely countercultural. Yes. So so much so. You know, you you would follow this 
guy that you can't even see. Right. And, and we know that Peter and other apostles were put in prison. Yes. For what they believed. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Apostle Paul in, in some of his letters kind of gives the list of here's all the persecutions right. that, that I have existed. Ah. Hebrews chapter 11 talks about, you know, the great martyrs of the faith. And, and yeah. he doesn't name them all, but it's like people are willing to die yeah. for this Jesus who they've never seen yeah. or never heard. They just understand what Jesus did and yeah. are filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah. which is the, the yeah. presence of Jesus. Um, and, and they were married to that. Yeah. You know, they, they were married to poverty. Here, let's just give everything, everything away. we have and yeah. the community is going to take care of us. Yep. It, it, it was really, I, I want to say it was unique. It certainly yeah. runs contrary to our mm, inclinations right and that's what raven hill picks up on because the second half of the quote is mm -hmm. that today the church is married to prosperity as mm -hmm. opposed to poverty mm -hmm. <laughs> personality and popularity mm -hmm. and it, it's real interesting my in-laws uh my brother-in-law goes to a big yes. mega church down in Georgia. Right, I, I, right. I won't say whose church it is because I, yeah. I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to disparage mm -hmm, somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they would lead a family group in their home. And the pastor who I think is one of the sharpest yeah. people out there. I right. mean, I, I've read his books and yep. have listened to his teachings. Right. Really an incredible guy. But he said something that somebody in their, um, family group yeah. disagreed with. Oh, interesting. And it wasn't just that they disagreed with what he believed. Mm -hmm. What they disagreed with was he didn't come forward and say, and this is what should have happened to these people. Interesting. And because of that, they left the church oh, wow. and everything else. It's like, I'm sure when they came, it's like, wow, we get to hear this preacher every Sunday. This yeah. guy is, is yeah. great. Yeah. And, and we're building all these relationships. Yeah. Pastor, you didn't go far enough. How come you didn't say this? And they, so, yeah. you know, I kind of wonder where do those people go next? Right. You know, exactly. Did, did they say, well, we'll just go down the street to the next, to the next big, big church? church because yeah, in Atlanta, right. there are plenty of those. <laughs> there are plenty or, of those. Or, you know, did they say, we're just going to go to a small church? You know, right. I mean, I, I really don't well, know, but this, yeah. this guy's a celebrity yeah. and they, they would have accused him. Of, you know, yeah. just not being biblically correct. It's so interesting. I, I love this quote because I feel like a lot of times we tend to think that if what we're going through is difficult or or if we are experiencing poverty or if right. we're experiencing persecution, that there's something wrong. Like it's not it's not right. We should experience, you know, prosperity and popularity and those things. But and then if we're not, then things are not as they should be. But it's so interesting to me that God started out the church basically with poverty and persecution and prisons. And so why would we as Christians today think that we should experience any more than that? I don't know. I think some of that is probably pertinent to our culture in the United yeah. States where, you know, part of the founding thought is life, liberty, and the pursuit yes, of, of happiness. Of happiness. Yeah, right. Um, and I know in a few encounters I've had with people who have either been part of a persecuted church or uh -huh. do ministry in a uh -huh. the persecuted church, one of the things that I understand that persecuted Christians pray for us yes. in the United wow. States yeah. is that, that we never have to experience what they experience. Oh. You know, you're, you're Americans. You have freedom to worship yes. however you want, which, which is true. Right. Um, 
but it, it can desensitize us to it. I mean, uh-huh. you know, in the early church, it was, you know, Lord, help us to, you know, escape this yeah. maniacal, you know, despot ruler who wants yes. to kill us. Uh, today, I, I saw this in a cartoon, gosh, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, hey, you know, God, the Audi's been running rough a little bit. <laughs> I mean, just a, a different mindset. Could you help the, me with my fancy car? The, yeah. Everything. Well, and don't you think, too, it's interesting when we allow our culture to shape our theology, because I think that's what happens a lot of times is that we will allow what is normal for us to experience in culture to then we we superimpose it onto the scripture or our theology rather than allowing the opposite yeah i i I mean i want to hear you say more i've got some Mm -hmm. thoughts going through through my head but i I Mm -hmm. think you're exactly right but but part of that makes sense yes it does you're right this is what i grew up people that i know and i trust and i love this is what they taught me and this is what i was taught to believe yeah and and I think this is part of what Paul's dealing with. Uh-huh. But but now that you believe in Christ, you're not the same person right. anymore. Yeah, you're a new creation. You're new, exactly. So one of the things about being crazy is I, you know, I. I <laughs> you I, sound like you're you're an expert on it. <laughs> I, I, I just might be. I, uh, you know, I, I. One of the things I think of as crazy is whenever I look at someone say, "Man, that is crazy." It either means you are completely out of your minds. You know, as I said, yeah. Sadie, you're flying high without any landing gear. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, or I don't have as much boldness yes, as you do. And, right. and Paul does not deny mm. that sometimes Christians do things that are pretty yes, crazy. Pretty I mean, crazy. You, can, mm-hmm. you can Google that. You can go on YouTube and put that in there. <laughs> I actually had the image because I've seen some of these videos before where, you know, people are in church and someone's up there singing. Uh-huh. And, and I always want to say it's always a little church. It's never yes. <laughs> a big church. Okay. But, you know, and all of a sudden people start running. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Running. And, and, you know, they... they jump over the altar and they jump in the baptistry. (laughs) You just watch that and say, yeah, that's crazy. Well, isn't there, I I should have done my research before I'm saying this, but I'm pretty sure that David writes a passage in the Psalms where he says, I'll become even more undignified. Undignified. And and I was going to say that was one of the examples of somebody who was crazy to bring glory to God. Because when they were bringing the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem and David was leading the procession and he's dancing and there's, you know, different people want to argue, was David naked or did he just expose himself? Was he dancing in his underwear? What was he doing? (laughs) Right. Uh, And his wife, which was... King Saul's daughters, yes. like, you know, you look so undignified in front of these slave girls who see their, and yes. he's like, well, I will be even more undignified than this. Than this. Yeah, and, I love that. But the idea was he, it, it was an act of worship for him yeah. where he was not going to be caught up in social norms. Yes. It's like, I'm not dancing for anybody. If yes. you see me, you see me. Yes. I'm dancing for God. Yes. And, you know, you always hear the statement, you know, dance like nobody's watching. Yes. That's what David That's what was he was doing. doing. Yeah, But, exactly. you know, that, that he was crazy enough to say, well, I'll go fight Goliath. Yes. That is crazy. I love that. That, that Noah was crazy to say, okay, God, you want me to build an ark? I yeah. have no idea what a flood is, yeah. but, <laughs> but I'll build the boat. I'll, I'll yeah. build it because mm-hmm. you said to build it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary, I mean, to me, yeah. that's a crazy example. You I know, loved it that you used her as girl. an example. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, I'll endure all the persecution yeah. and everything. Heartache. And telling people that I've never slept with a man. Yeah. It's God's baby. Oh, God, I mean, seriously, yeah. And, and so when we're crazy, we're crazy for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I, you know, those are the biblical examples, and we could think of others. Yeah. Do you, can you think of any modern example of people being crazy? To bring glory to God? Well, you know, 
Yes, I think so. I don't have a specific one, but I, you know, I've done a lot of research and watching of healing ministries and uh-huh. things like that. And, and, you know, when people are uh, overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit and, and just what happens to them is not normal. And I think that's, um, that's what we have to remember about the Holy Spirit is a lot of tri- times we try to fit him in a box that says, well, I, I want to look presentable. I want right. to be in control. And a lot of times when God's power comes upon us, it's not normal and it's not socially acceptable. And, you know, I think about all the things that Jesus did that were not socially acceptable, like when he spits in the mud and yeah. <laughs> puts it on somebody's eyes. And, you know, those kinds of things were not, they're just not normal. And uh, and one of the things we've talked about before, and I don't remember what sermon series it was in, but uh, talked about you have to be open to the extraordinary if right. you're going to be a follower of Jesus. And if you wanted normal, you probably shouldn't be a believer. <laughs> so so a few things. I love uh-huh. what you said because it brings a few things to mind. Yeah. Number one is when you know we hear of people being overcome with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you know maybe some of y'all have watched Benny Hinn, and you know he sure, touches right. people or he really blows on them and, right. and they fall out under. Yeah. Uh, power of the Holy Spirit. But here's something, because uh, stuff like that would happen at ORU. Yes, of course. When I yes. was there. And one of the things that uh, was very dignified in the midst of that uh-huh. was, you know, when I was at ORU back in the 80s, women still wore dresses right, to church. Right. And if a woman yeah. was, you know, falling out Aww. under the power of God, uh-huh. they, they there were other women that had big, I don't know if they were big napkins or like little blankets. Like a sheet blankets, or something, yeah. yeah. And they would come and they would cover them up yeah. so they didn't expose themselves yeah. lying on the floor in their dress. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the spitting thing, it was in the news last year about a pastor <laughs> in Tulsa. And he yes. actually preaches a sermon called Crazy Faith. And it's an yes. amazing yes, it testimony of what God does. Yeah. But he was criticizing size because we're coming out of covid and to make a point in a sermon he spits in a guy's face yeah you know okay now that one you feel well you feel like if you ever feel led to do that jeff is available (laughs) (laughs) that's right okay that's right i just think it's so it is really interesting when we think about about in a sense how crazy god is and i'm so glad he is because if he wasn't crazy he wouldn't love people like us you know and he That's would have to be crazy his... to love right. people like us. Right. And so uh, I, I think our growth as disciples, you know, where, where we're trying to go and how yeah. we grow as disciples, part of that is when your heart is fully yielded mm-hmm. to God, you're willing to risk all yeah. social uh, norm. You're willing to risk embarrassment mm-hmm. uh, so that. God can be glorified. And and, and that's yeah. the thing. If, if people are trying to bring attention to themselves by just doing crazy right, stuff, right. then they are being spectacular in ministry yeah. as opposed to having a sincere yeah. heart. I, I would, I don't want to say this a blanket statement, but it just occurs to me that sometimes <laughs> the people that are crazy are the people that don't want to be crazy. Yeah. They're not trying to draw attention to themselves. Cause I, I, I confess I'm guilty. Sometimes I have a flair for the dramatic and <laughs> things we do, you know, because, yes. I, because I want it to be memorable. Right. But, but that, if, if I'm always dramatic, that yeah. does not carry it. Well, and one thing I think is important to bring up in this too is when I think about our listeners, you don't have to be crazy to be a follower of Jesus. I think in a, in a sense we mean crazy by the sense that, um, again, it's not normal. I think about when Jesus was silent uh, before Pilate. 
or when Jesus was silent, you know, in a time when he had the opportunity to defend himself and he chose not to, Mm -hmm. to me, that's crazy. So sometimes in our humbleness or in our meekness, that's also crazy. Uh, We've talked about this before. Every time I watch a movie with a crucifixion scene and you see people mocking Jesus, there's always that part of me says, Mm. Jesus, come down off the cross and show him, you know, and it never happens. Mm -mm. And that's what is crazy is Jesus does it. Yeah. Three days later. Three, yes, he does. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, he in does an even show more powerful three way. Three days later. Yeah. So, again, what we, you know, Paul's not just saying to be crazy. He says, if yeah, yeah. it seems we are crazy, it is to bring God glory. But then he goes on to say, but if it seems we are in our right mind, right. it is for your benefit. And so yeah. I think we need to give ourselves permission to be crazy. But it's not to draw attention to us. Right. The sincerity of our hearts, the sincerity of our faith is... We're going to benefit other people mm-hmm. yeah, by yeah. doing this. Well, and I think that, again, is so the focus. It really is the focus of the first passage you preached on and the focus of the second passage because it is about where your focus is. In order to have a sincere heart, your focus has to be on God. Right. And in order to benefit others but also be crazy without bringing glory to yourself but bringing glory to God, the focus is is God. And and that is the point. And I think that even leads up to this idea of in Christ, we are a new creation because our natural tendency is to focus on ourselves. But we're going to be a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Now we take that energy we placed that was selfish, focused on ourselves, and to be focused on God. Yeah. Wow. That See, that's a good word because I'm sitting here, I'm trying to listen and I'm thinking yeah, at the same time, yeah. which is always dangerous. <laughs> but, you know, you're your study of psychology yeah. and the id, the ego, and the superego. <laughs> yes, right. You know, I, I'm I'm sure if I gave you a few minutes to really think of it, you could say, yeah. Well, yeah, we all have this ego that yes. we want to gratify Definitely. and how it is. Yep. And uh I think part of it how we mature as people, mm-hmm. at least I hope this is true, mm-hmm. uh, but how we mature as people of faith, yeah. We understand what John the Baptist was saying when Jesus is coming on the scene. John's been the big yes, guy. Right. He, he's been the popular one yeah and when jesus comes on he says look i must decrease so he can yes. increase and and that's part of what happens to us is we we must decrease everything i think that john the baptist was doing and he was crazy he was crazy you know Eight wearing locusts. a camel yeah. hair coat which was popular in some senses but you know <laughs> it, it seemed to suggest he is crazy yeah. Yeah. i could see you I in a camel's hair off. coat i think i could uh, <laughs> Would you have bashing camel hair shoes, shoes or just oh, go with basic I leather? <laughs> but uh, you know that that John was a big guy, and he did things, and yeah. he was he was an in-your-face prophet. Yeah, right, uh, very in-your-face. But, but people responded to that, and other people were turned off. Yeah, by yeah. Um, but he understood when Jesus comes on board. My job was just to prepare yeah, y'all prepare for him way. to come. Mm-hmm. And so, if if we seem in our right mind, let's let's understand. We're going to prepare the way for Jesus. Yeah. I, I once thought I would write a book. I think I mentioned this last week. About, okay, I'm going to hold you to it. Crazy you said you're things going to write a book. that I have done yes. in ministry. Did I mention that last I week? I don't feel Jeff? like did he, I mention did that he? last week? I don't remember that. I was talking about that recently. I can't okay, remember. Okay, I don't know either. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember it okay, either. So I mean, I knew you're crazy, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If, if, the right if, answer. If I'm in my right mind, it's for your benefit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that people do in ministry is like, ugh. Oh, yes. Maybe maybe this was the note from the pastor in the bulletin. Oh, maybe so. I think that's okay. where I wrote it. Yeah. Because one, the first thing, what's something crazy you have done in ministry? 
the craziest thing I have done in ministry is take a pie in the face. Yes. Not just once. <gasps> I've done that too. Repeatedly. Yes. You've done that yes, too? Yes, I have. I yes. actually did I think that. I've several times actually. Jeff, yeah. I was going to say, do you remember when we did that here on a Sunday morning? I do, yes. Not only you, but uh, also our director of uh, music ministry at the time as oh, well. Yeah. Yes. And, and David. And, and David, I, I, yeah. There, there may have been four. Oh. It, was, it was right after vacation Bible school yes. and the VBS kids had raised this much money for whatever mission yeah. project it was. Oh, and so I got up before the church and I said, here's the deal. If y'all can double that this morning, oh, then yes. a bunch of us will take a pie in the face. I love and that. And we had tarp spread out. Oh, and, uh, you know, I wasn't sure our uh, music director was going to do it, but she kind of <laughs> wimped out at the end. But I remember my oldest son, Garrett, got the pleasure of hitting oh, me in the pie with the face. And all I did beautiful. was I looked at him and I said, just, you just push it up there and smear right. it. You Keep don't actually... Way hit them because I've had my lip busted and was oh, bleeding because oh, people thought, you know, you really smack hit them with yeah. something. Oh. Uh, crazy things I've crazy done things. in ministry. Yeah, crazy if, things. If, if you want to know whether, you got to buy the book. That's right. got to buy the book, <laughs> but I'm going to make them right. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, one of the uh, crazy things that I can tell of some people I knew, I remember uh, in my childhood, you know, we were living in Frederick, Oklahoma, and, yeah. and one of the good friends of our family was uh, Bill Johnson. I, I can't remember his wife's name, and he had some kids my sister mm-hmm. and I's age mm-hmm. and um they felt the call of God to go to Africa oh wow as missionaries okay and Bill Johnson by trade was a plumber oh. and he used to always joke that yeah God can use everything but God can't use a plumber <laughs> but funny. what he did in Africa was he helped to design plumbing oh. systems for communities really and wow. but, but when he was that's going cool. I mean for years that's what people when I was growing up would say, oh, yeah, I'd give my life to Jesus, but he would make me go to Africa right, and be a, right, be a missionary. And Bill Johnson would say, yes, he will, and it'll be the greatest experience of your oh, life. Because if, if people that. talked to him, they would have thought, man, this guy's nuts. Yeah. Moving from little southwest Oklahoma yeah. to go to Sierra Leone. Wow. You know, oh, uh, I think that's but, cool. But, but he wasn't going just so people could say, Bill Johnson's crazy. He was right. going to bring glory to God. Yes. But benefiting all these yes. people in what at the time would have been a third world country that didn't have adequate water and adequate yeah. plumbing for sewage and, and those type of things. It, it really was a blessing for yeah, others. Yeah, that really, really is. Well, I'm just so glad that you all have joined us and uh, are joining us for this series. So I'm curious, do we have any questions, Jeff, today before we go? We were so caught up in it. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> ask. It's a, it, it's a good series. It's a good, yeah. you know... You know a good sermon lesson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, no, we hadn't had any questions. But that's you know, because one we of, are so clear. Y'all, y'all are y'all are clear that y'all are crazy. <laughs> yes, no, so we are. but we 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 had one of our <laughs> one of our viewers kind of taking yeah. a, a different route. Oh um, yeah, if you will. Um, have you guys ever experienced people um, telling other people that they're uh, not right with God because they came down with sickness and how crazy oh. that has been? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, that that, yeah. that was part of what was called the Word and Faith Movement. Yeah. It started in the 70s through the 80s. I, I encountered that a lot at uh, Oral Roberts yeah. University because Oral you know, was a big faith healer. Yeah, healing, healing ministry was a yeah. part of what he did. But people went beyond his teaching to say, if you get sick, mm. uh, it's because you don't have enough faith. Right. Um, and the sad thing is people that really bought into that, that might get cancer uh, and were dying, would yeah. end up thinking... Uh, 
well, if God can't heal me, maybe God can't save me. Right. And that, oh, that's, so sad. that goes beyond crazy. That goes to scary. Yeah, it does. It is. It's just, it's sad too. And sadly, there are a lot of crazy things out there that we, we take theology and twist it and turn it in ways God never intended. And that always right. makes me sad too. But good question. Good thoughts. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you all for joining us. Yeah. Uh, I'll be preaching again this Sunday, the next verse. And then I'm going to take a couple of Sundays to relax and let... Stephanie do all the heavy lifting. If you're seeing this before uh, Saturday, would y'all pray for Stephanie? Stephanie has a wonderful opportunity to speak at a global gathering uh, this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for you, and I'll be praying for you. Thank you. Uh, And friends, if if you want to hear... Uh, a lot of good fun and a lot of uh, crazy people sharing the good news. 8.15 on Sunday mornings is our uh, traditional service, and then 9.30 and 10.50 are our more modern-day worship. We're so thankful you would join us today. Pray God's richest and craziest blessings. <laughs> hey, friends. D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship. But we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe it'll work for you. God bless you.